What's going on, Wolves? It's a Monday, and you know what time that is. It's matcha time. <laughs> Welcome to Matcha Moments for the Creative Mind. I am your host, Lotus Aloba, creator and founder of Loba Land Podcast and Loba Land Beauty. And I am so excited to be here with you guys to talk my favorite plant today, which is the cannabis plant. I am um, really excited because it's 420 in 420 i just feel like it's gonna be such a good time together i don't know know. we're gonna get into it we're gonna get into it um as always thank you for tuning in and sharing your monday or whatever day this is that you're listening to with me make sure that you subscribe to the podcast so that way you can share this juiciness with someone you love i'm always looking to bring all my lost wolves back home to loba land so that they can experience more joy and unleash their power to the world so First, we talk about matcha because matcha is life. Side note, I always think like when I say that, that y'all also say it with me. Like, let me know below if that's a thing. Like, let me know if like, you guys be like, because matcha's life. Just asking, just wondering. <laughs> I have my tea with me today and I have my notes so that we can get into everything. Because I did, um, I'm always doing research on cannabis, mainly because research needs to be done anytime you're introducing something new into your life and I always just like to be as well read as I possibly can um on what I'm putting into my body because you know my body's a temple and with me also holistically managing you know chronic illnesses and autoimmune disease and you know um what's considered mental illnesses I want to make sure that like what I'm putting in my body is going to benefit me in the long run and allow for my healing um So I had to read up on cannabis because people were talking about like crazy. And um, in this episode, I'm going to go over how cannabis can positively affect the brain, the differences between CBD and THC, and um, how I use both daily, and what my favorites are. But first, matcha. So I have a cannabis and matcha latte. I call it a a can of matcha latte. And um, I love it. I probably have it maybe like two or three times a week, maybe. Uh, And it is essentially, either it's matcha and CBD, or it's matcha and can of butter um, that I've made at home. And I usually just do a little scoop of it. I'm going to give you guys my recipe in a little bit. But I want to talk about why I sip it. So I started using CBD, you guys know, a few years ago. You guys know your girls out here in them CBD streets, okay? So I first started using CBD again for pain management um, to help me with brain fog. The same, almost the same reasons why I started using matcha. So when I started to see that a lot of their benefits were similar, I was like, I want to mix them together because if they both are doing very similar things, they can only amplify each other, right? Or at least that's what I believed. Um, And then as I started doing more research, I started seeing like, you know, CBD and matcha really do go hand in hand. And they really do allow for a very amazing um, experience because your body gets to be relaxed, but your brain is focused and ready to go and and to produce work and to be creative. And that's always like the state that I'm looking to be in. So when I do sit my CBD and matcha, that is exactly where I'm at. And I'm just able to just, you know, crank out work, be productive, but also not um, have like that edge of anxiety that kind of like can like be pushing you forward. Um, just because that's just not what I want to do. That's not how I want to live. Um, how I sip it. Like I said, I either have CBD or I have a can of butter. So um, Gary and I have been experimenting in um, the kitchen 
And, you know, we've been watching a lot of uh, Netflix shows. So we watch like the documentaries on cannabis. Um, my favorite one is The Grass is Greener. I think it's super informative and very necessary for anyone who is using cannabis or interested in using cannabis, especially if you're a person of color. I just think it helps you to destigmatize, have the proper language, um, to, you know, be more eloquent in um, talking about it and, and knowing your shit, you know? Uh, so we were watching that and then we were watching a bunch of cooking shows with it and just like these incredible world-renowned chefs are using, you know, cannabis in their foods to add like beautiful flavor profiles, you know, because the flower itself has like, some of them have citrus notes, some of them, you know, are more savory. So we were like, oh my goodness. And then we found a recipe to make can of butter. And so we did. So we have like a sativa blend um, and then we have uh, an indica blend. And those are the two dominant uh, um, types of THC. And um, I like to use sativa, obviously, because sativa is more uh, to get you up and going and indica is like more to like chill you out or whatever. Um, and I'll use CBD to chill me out over uh, THC. And I'll probably talk about that a little later in the episode as to why I choose to do that. Um, I always feel focused, relaxed, and centered anytime I sip it. Um, when I need to really zone into work, I might lean more towards a can of butter because of the psychoaffective um, properties. I'm just able to just be like, okay, boom, my mind is on this until it wears off. <laughs> and sometimes you need that. You know, you got to know yourself. You got to know your journey. You got to know the experience that you want to have, of course. Um, but yeah, I love matcha and CBD together. I love matcha and can of butter together. It's very yummy either way. CBD, the one that I use, doesn't really have a taste to it. Uh, so I just put it in there as a nice little fat to add to my uh, latte. And then the can of butter does make it really rich and savory. Uh, so yeah, I'll probably put a picture up in my stories today. So make sure you guys check it out. And if you're not catching it in real time, I'll see if I can do a highlight or something. But y'all can scroll through my Instagram page at Lotus Aloba. There's tons of pictures of matcha and me just raving about it. So go like some. <laughs> okay, so my matcha, my can of matcha latte recipe. So I'll use half a teaspoon of matcha, of course, because y'all already know that's all you truly need. For those that be going to places that are like doing those whopping scoops of matcha, that's not it. Um, one and a half teaspoon of can of butter, or I'll do a few drops of CBD. I'm going to get into how I manage my um, CBD dosages in a little bit. I talked about it in a previous episode in my CBD 101 episode, but um, I usually just do a few drops. Then you're going to do four ounces of filtered water. Then four ounces of, for me, I do a nut milk. And honestly... When I do um, my can of matcha latte, I like to actually do it with hemp milk because it's all from the same family. And I was like, yay, hemp love. <laughs> so I'll use hemp milk, but you can use any type of milk that um, feels best for you and your body. And then some cinnamon on top, blend it up. And then right before I drink it, though, I do set an intention. And um, my really, really good friend, Hana, who owns a uh, CBD apothecary in... Um, California, she always puts on her labels and like just reminds me like whenever using plant medicine is to set an intention for it before it enters your body. Don't just use it. You know, you really want to like tell it what you need from it. Um, and then, you know, you sip and you enjoy and it's a really nice vibe. So I want to share my recipe with you and uh, why I like to mix the two together since it's 420. And I thought it'd be a really good topic to talk about. So I do want to get into how um, 
CBD and THC can affect the brain. Also, just kind of sharing my own personal experience with it. And then I have a CPR with CBD for you guys at the end. So let's get into it. You know, it's no big secret that I'm a fan of microdosing. Um, and just to give you guys a technical term of what microdosing is, microdosing is the practice of using smaller amounts of psychedelic and psychoactive drugs to get a positive effect. And one thing I will say is that I microdose with CBD and cannabis. And it's not, I don't know if it's a known practice. Because every time that I do mention people are like, really? I thought you do that with mushrooms. And I was like, no, I just... I do that with plant medicine in general. Um, I microdose because it just allows me to understand how much my body actually needs. I feel like a lot of people's experiences when using cannabis is that they um, they can tend to overindulge and not really get all the amazing benefits that cannabis has to offer, especially when we're talking um, THC, right? Either the experiences that I'm witnessing with um, a lot of people that I get I come in contact with is that they use THC as a way to escape, you know, kind of like to numb their feeling in the world, um, or they just are completely unaware of what they're using and they're just doing it because it feels good, which is, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, you should definitely do what feels good, but when you're ingesting something into your body, you should know how it's going to affect your physical body because you got to be with this body until you die. So it's just important to know, like, if there are any health issues or concerns that you should be um, aware of and, like, how it will affect you, especially something that is psychoactive that's going to affect how you're able to perceive the physical experience. You should really know what you're doing and what you're using. Um, as for CBD, a lot of people are very either, nah, I don't want that because I need the, the head high. And it's just kind of like, you don't know, you, you need to learn more about CBD first. Like learn more about it, practice using it. It's an amazing thing to use. Um, I stand for CBD. I use CBD every single day. Whereas, and I might do THC maybe like, um, once a week or once every few weeks, CBD is a daily stapleton in my life. It is either in my tea, it is either in my beauty products, it's either in my bath, it's in my water, it's somewhere. And it just allows me to be able to show up as my best self because I'm not dealing with body aches. I'm not dealing with brain fatigue or, or brain fog, you know. My anxiety is in check. Um, excuse me. The anxiety that I experience is in check. The depression that I experience is in check, and I'm able to show up as my as my best self to me and the work that I do in my community and my loved ones. So before you write off CBD because it doesn't have um, a higher dosage of THC, know that one they both work in harmony with it, with each other. A lot of CBD does have THC in it, but it's a very low amount. I think it's like zero point zero three percent. Um, so it's not enough to give you a psychoeffective high, but it does help to activate the CBD within the body. And then vice versa, THC has CBD. They come from the same plant, you know, just from different aspects of it. So just like um, keep that in mind. And the reason why I microdose um, mainly with CBD is because for me, I find that it increases my physical performance and my energy. It gives me emotional balance. And again, it's a treatment for the anxiety and depression that I sometimes experience. Um, it was my way of holistically um, treating myself when it came to those diagnoses. I do want to put a disclaimer out there, though. I am not a medical doctor, right? Um, though I am in school to be an herbalist, so shout out your girl, okay? Herbalist, aromatherapist, coming at you, okay? Um, and do your own research. Like I said before, it definitely needs to be done. 
I'm just sharing my personal experience because it was something that was brought to my attention and people are always asking me about, you know, more about CBD and why I use it and why I stand for it. So again, CBD is not psychoaffective. It's not psychoactive. It's more about what you don't feel. Think more about like your body being in harmony with with itself, its ability to like just be. That's what I get from CBD. I'm just able to like show up. I don't have to like fight to be there. Um, CBD has been known to relieve inflammation in the body, which is fantastic, especially in the brain. I think a lot of times when people have like headaches, that's inflammation in the brain, right? When you're not able to think clearly, your brain is probably feeling, um, or having some type of inflammation, you know, brain fog, um, loss of memory, all of that comes from inflammation in the body. So the fact that CBD is able to decrease that is super important. So anyone who's dealing with memory issues, anyone who's dealing with, you know, wanting to be more productive, but find themselves procrastinating, you might want to take a look in the CBD. Um, also, just so you guys know, it has the ability to activate serotonin, which that which is that feel-good hormone. So it can activate the serotonin receptors, helping with things like anxiety and pain depression. So it literally, we have a system in our body to process this. And we naturally produce cannabinoids in our bodies. And cannabinoids, by the way, is CBD. We have a whole system in us. And CBD can bring our brain and body back into harmony with each other. There's anything you get from what I'm saying about CBD is that it aligns your brain and your body so that they can work in unison together. They can work in harmony together. A lot of times when we're, you know, experiencing um, any type of pain, it's probably because we're not, our body's not in alignment, right? Our energy is not aligned. This kind of helps to do that. Um, and CBD is legal depending on its form. So like there's tons of controversy depending on where you're at, what state you're in, this is in this, this whole thing is happening. Um, I use CBD in New York City and obviously in California. Um, I would just say, from my understanding, in the present time and in real time, that CBD that doesn't have any THC in it is completely like legal. I think on like state and federal, but like when it does have THC, even if it is that um, that legal percentage, which is point zero three, like it just depends on the state where you're at. So just kind of like get into your state laws, like know your shit so that way you can use um, this plant medicine without, you know, causing more anxiety and freaking out if something bad is going to like, you know, happen to you. I wouldn't want that. Um, okay, so that's my little spiel on CBD. Let's get into THC. So THC stands for tetrahydrocannabinoid. okay? Tetrahydrocannabinoid, And that's like the... Um, I like to say it's like sister, sister, like CBD and um, THC are like they're sisters, you know, like one is a little bit more spicier. The other one is a little more sweeter. You know what I'm saying? But they both they both out here. They both out here healing the world. (laughs) We're doing their best. THC is great for chronic pain management. And a lot of times with chronic pain. Um, the medicine that you are taking, and it's again, it's from my own personal experience and just from other people that I've spoken to, it will help you get rid of the chronic pain, but there are crazy side effects to the body and the organs. Um, that's number one. And number two, you're not fully present. And when I was doing that in the beginning of my journey, um, dealing with like lupus and um, rheumatoid arthritis and the bipolar disorder, all that stuff like that. Um, I didn't like the fact that when I was taking the medicine, I felt like a robot and I felt like I wasn't actually living my life. 
like I would experience sensations up to a certain point and then it would kind of like just wash away. So I was never really like, you know, experiencing joy or experiencing even anger because it was like there was like this wall there to kind of protect it um, and protect me from maybe getting too, too angry or being too, too manic. You know what I mean? Um, and I just didn't enjoy that because it was like I ha- I felt in my heart there had to be a better way for me to not have severe mood swings, but also still experience emotions as they show up in my body. Um, and then when it came to the pain management, I didn't want, I wasn't a fan of side effects. I wasn't a fan of like the fact that like, hey, you'll be able to get out of bed every morning, but your liver might shut down and you probably won't be able to have kids. Like it's like, I will never understand drugs like that. But um, in my own personal experience, I just was like, there has to be another way to manage this pain. Um, And I found that CBD and THC allow for that to happen. So if I am experiencing a flare, which is extremely rare at this point, um, and it's a little out of my control, you know, I might do like an indica strand to help, like just kind of like release the the tension in my body and in my mind um, so that I can rest and that my body can properly heal itself so that when I do wake back up... um, or gain a little bit more energy because Indica does is more about the relaxation. It's more like riding a wave, you know. So keep it more like let's get up and do something. So like when I am back up in my energy, the the pain is not as severe. So again, personal experience, um, and I got that information actually from Harvard uh, Medical's journeys, uh, journeys journals, <laughs> and I read through some more medical journals to get more information on THC. But I'm gonna be completely transparent. There was a lot of shame, guilt, and bias in everything that I read through. And there's just not enough information um, from what we as society deem credible sources uh, to really talk too in depth about it. If I find like a dope podcast episode, um, I really like Broccoli Talks podcast because they speak about cannabis um, uh, as a lifestyle. If I find a really good episode on that, I might end up linking it in here so you guys get a better understanding of how THC can affect the brain in a positive way. But um, for my own personal experience, especially when for me, I'm using like a sativa dominant blend, um, I just, I feel, I feel more euphoric, right? I'm a little closer to joy, a little faster. Um, I'm in a really, really good mood. I'm able to like get work done. It just feels so nice. The work that I do is so effortless when using sativa, which is why I enjoy using that type of uh, THC because then there's um, indica on the other hand. And remember, like these both exist too for CBD as well. Um, but then like the indica dominant brand, uh, the indica dominant strands, I said brands, when you're a business owner, everything's a brand, girl. Like, it's... <laughs> you guys are, are you're seeing my true life. Uh, but when it is in the dominant, like, for me and my own personal experience, I haven't found the right strand yet that um, I can, like, be like, I'm a fan. It, for me and my body, we aren't... That's, I think that's kind of where, for me, I'm just like, I just will just use CBD if I need to relax. You know, I still need my brain to be... Um, a bit more functional. And that can be, again, because of the dosage that I'm using. It could be the strand. It could be my environment. It could be my... There's tons of reasons why cannabis affects you the way that it does. So don't just think, like, because I'm saying, for me, Indica's not it. They're like, Indica's horrible. Like, that's not the case. I know a lot of people who truly enjoy Indica. 
I just know for me, my own personal experience and the, the goals that I have set right now in my life, it just doesn't support me, my body, or those goals. But Sativa does, and that's great because I love it. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of bias in there. Again, please watch that documentary, uh, Grass is Greener, because it really does highlight like where all this stigma and fear came from. And I think it's also important if you're a person of color, if you identify as black, as brown, whatever the case is, that you understand how this legal system is set up, especially when it comes to cannabis use. Um, against you because it's I think that that is something to be extremely aware of as this is becoming more popular because one thing that I found out by watching that documentary is that I need to be more active in making sure that as cannabis is becoming legal um, in more states that it's not going to negatively affect black and brown people and our businesses and that we're going to be able to get our foot in the door at the ground level because it's like a multi-billion dollar industry and I might even be like underselling it like we might even hit trillions with this to be honest with you um and when I was watching the documentary I just realized like there's so much more work that needs to be done and I and I fully believe in like if I'm going to use something I need to know I need to know my shit. I need to know where it's coming from. I need to know how I can better support it, how I am able to help other people get into it. The same way that I study matcha and, you know, met with a tea master from Japan and learned about, like, how um, it started, its history from, like, samurais and all that stuff like that. I do that with everything that I truly love, and that's allowed me to live a better life. Um, That's just part of my ethos. But I do believe as black and brown people, or black and brown creatives, if you are using cannabis in any way, shape, or form, if someone you love is using cannabis in any way, shape, or form, you should know what's happening on a um, a federal and state level and um, do what you can in your own form of activism to uh, ensure a better tomorrow for future black and brown creatives. And if you're an ally listening to this episode, do what you can to help uh, balance out the scales, please, because... It's definitely crazy the amount of black people that are incarcerated for the things that people who are not of color are able to do recreationally and that is considered cool or considered like, oh, they're hippies and it's totally fine for them to do it excessively and all these things like that. But then, you know, someone has a a, a little butt on them and the next thing you know it, they're incarcerated for years. I suggest everyone watch Grass is Greener and get familiar with what's happening uh, and do your best to just to make the world a better tomorrow. Um, so these are my tips, okay? That was my little TED Talk real quick. But here are my tips, my top three. Know what you're using, okay? Just like matcha, <laughs> please know what you're using. Don't just use it because someone says, this is great cannabis, right? Just because someone says it's matcha doesn't mean it's matcha. It could be matcha-inspired, Right? But if it's not sourced from Japan, right, if it doesn't have that beautiful, vibrant green color, right, you know, ceremonial grade, you know, cooking grade, there are different ways to use matcha. It's the same thing with cannabis. You should definitely know what you're using. Um, On a personal note, I do find it a bit alarming when people are just kind of like, I don't know, I'm just smoking it. And just like you're ingesting this thing and it's affecting how you how you perceive the physical world. And I think because I've dealt with like, you know, pharmaceutical drugs and knowing like the like what that even really means, I am even more cautious of what I put in my body because I've seen the fact of like I'll take something 
or I have taken something that was prescribed to me and it just altered my understanding of perception and my reality. And I didn't like that. I didn't like that I saw something or I experienced something that was like way, 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 way off. We all have our own unique perspective, but there's a bit of a like um, a collective understanding, right? Like we all collectively agree the sky is blue. We may say like it's sky blue or it's like baby blue, whatever. Like the details might be different because of our own personal perspective, but we agree majority that the sky is blue. So like when you get to the point where like you're like the sky is not blue at all, like that that for me is overwhelming. So I say all that to say you should know what strand you're using. You should know how sativa is affecting you. You should know how indica is affecting you. Um, you should know how you know whatever type of strand it is. Like whether it's like um, Girl Scout cookies or Blue Dream, you know, or Jack Harrow. Like you should know those things, and there are really amazing free apps like Leafly um, and Potbot that will show you what the strand is and how it can affect your body. Right. And I think that that's super, super important. And also, um, no, like if, if the person who's selling issue doesn't know what they're selling, do not like, no, no. If they cannot be like, oh, this is Indica or oh, this is a Sativa or even just have the name of the strand so that you can go and do your own research that's a hard no. Like, don't, don't do that to yourself. Don't do that to your body. Do not do that to your brain. Because if they don't know what's in it, they actually may not really know if that's cannabis or not. And we all hear the horror stories of, of cannabis being laced and mixed with other different things. And the reason why that can happen, especially on the East Coast, I think like my experience in California is a bit different because cannabis is legal there and you can actually go into um, a shop and um, a dispensary and, and have experts break down every little part of how the flower can be used to benefit you, um, which is just a beautiful experience. If you guys are able, ever able to go to like, I had a better experience in California than I did in Vegas, but Vegas also is the same vibe. Um, I felt that people in California just knew more. Uh, but there's something really empowering about like being able to walk away and know like, oh, wow, the strand is going to like, I'm going to be really joyful today or I'm going to have a nice little appetite. You know what I'm saying? Like, like to break away from the regular stigmas that are placed on cannabis. Unfortunately, on the East Coast, because it's not legal um, all the way yet, uh, anything can go and you have no idea. So that's why it's important to educate yourself, mainly for your own safety and protection, um, because you could be smoking something or ingesting something or using something that is not of quality, that is not actually what it is, and you don't know any better because you're just trusting somebody else and their word, and they don't even know. Like, they don't know who their supplier is. Like, that. that's where... I think that's also why I do not use THC as often because I am on the East Coast and because when I ask questions, they cannot get answered, and if you cannot answer my questions, I cannot buy from you, Period. Be a conscious buyer, y'all. Second tip, have intention when you use it. Again, if you're trying to use, if you're using cannabis to just escape life, I think that self-work would be best for you. I think like reflecting, maybe doing journaling exercise, maybe meditating, uh, maybe finding out the root as to why you want to escape. You know, I do believe that distractions can be helpful. Like, you know, sometimes you got to watch a TV show or whatever, kind of like pull away to come back. But I feel like if you're consistently on a daily basis using um, any type of drug without intention, 
You know, that comes down even to like a leave and stuff like that. You're just popping it because you just don't want to deal with the pain or whatever the case is. I don't know if that's what's going to be best for you in the long run. So again, use everything as much as you can with intention. Be aware as to why you're using it. Why are you going to smoke right now? Right? Because sometimes you do need to relax and there are physical properties, you know, in the in the flower that will allow your body to relax in a way that maybe you can't do right now because your brain is just overstimulated. Totally understandable. No matter what your reasoning is, no matter what your intention is, just be sure to have one. I also feel like it makes the um the process more beautiful because you're able to be like, wow, you know what, I'm about to smoke this right now and it's going to allow me to like give to my community in an amazing way because I'll be productive this isn't this da 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 or I'm gonna smoke this and I'm gonna be able to get a really good night's sleep you know and finally let my body heal and rest I just feel like that just is a more beautiful and joyful experience and just like I'm stressed I need to smoke period you know, empower yourself and everything that you're doing. And I feel like a quick way to do that is through intention. The last thing is be on a fucking apologetic, okay? And I say that with sass because there's a lot, again, a lot of stigma, especially in black and brown communities around cannabis. And cannabis is an incredible plant that can really help a lot of people. So do not not do cannabis. I know that was a crazy sentence because, you know, your family said like, oh, it's really bad or whatever the case is. Again, when you watch Grass is Greener, if you decide to watch it, it breaks down where that stigma and that fear comes from. Because back in the day when it was being used, a lot of black and brown people, well, you can also apply that sentence to today as well, were being arrested, you know, and, and just horrible things were happening. So it gave a stigma. And then plus media was out here doing crazy shit. Anyway, it's an incredible plant. There are amazing healing properties in it. The best way to be unapologetic is to be well-read. Take some time to read some medical journals. Take some time to watch some documentaries so you can understand where all the stigma is coming from. Take some time to better your vocabulary around it. Take some time to understand what's happening in the government around cannabis. Take some time to, you know, explore cannabis um, and when you do, because you're so well-read and you're so well-versed and educated on it, you will become unapologetic. You know, like now if someone in my family is like checking for me, I'm like, oh my God, you're doing cannabis. And just like, sis, first off, CBD saved my life. Number one. Two, it's allowed my mother to be more functional. You know, between her headaches and her body pains, she's able to use CBD um, to manage that properly and conduct healing, not just numb up situation, but actually do things. And I'm able to speak with such um, a clarity and posture because I am consistently listening to podcasts or reading things, reading articles, watching interviews to better understand what I'm using. So that way, if I do need to say a little something, something, if I do need to sit there and flex real quick, because I am in a space where I feel like I don't have to defend myself no more, but if I got to flex a little bit, I can flex. I can flex or I can point you to somebody else that can flex harder. And I feel like that's important, especially in your usage. I think it's really just disheartening if people are getting a healing experience from something and do not want to share it because they are afraid of being judged and condemned. So be unapologetic in your usage. Those are my top three tips. Know what you're using. Have intention. Be unapologetic. Okay. Now let's get into that CPR with CBD, baby. And this is really quick and simple. First, you're going to create a connection. Use CBD 
I like to use either um, the CBD oil in the morning underneath my tongue or I'll use a self-love joint um, from Open Apothecary. And it has rose, lavender, and CBD in it. And it just kind of gives me this feeling of like self-love. I just feel very euphoric and happy and at peace. In the beginning of your day to tune in and relax. It's really nice. I love to just do like maybe five intentional pulls and like, you know, I like to do it one for each element and then one for my divine being and just like really breathe everything out, breathe everything in and then like really release. And by the time I get to that fifth pull, I'm good. I don't need to smoke an entire joint. Again, I do microdosing. You do it works for you. So create a connection using CBD. Uh, second thing is praise on purpose. Honor Mother Nature and all the amazing goodies that she produces by being um, ethical in your use. Again, making sure that when you are buying CBD products, I always say buy from, you know, uh, small business owners, preferably small black business owners, because they are way more hands on in the process of receiving their CBD and they're more passionate about it. Um, whereas a lot of big brands have started to um, have a lot of controversy because they're not selling CBD anymore. They're selling like some derivative and you don't know any better because you're not doing the research. Um, so yeah, praise on purpose by just honoring Mother Nature, honoring the fact that she's creating such an incredible plant that can do so many things. Um, the hemp plant is incredible, y'all. Like, really get into it. I stand the hemp plant. Um, and... Just be aware of the fact that, you know, it's giving you something, so give back. See how you can give back to the earth. See how you can be more eco-friendly and more eco-conscious. Um, that in itself is a form of praise. And the last thing you want to do is recover to resonate. And after you drop into your body with your little workout or your breath work or your meditation or your bore class, uh, use CBD to help the body recover or THC, you know. A few pulls after a workout is fantastic. A, full, a few pulls of sativa before a workout will allow you to really be focused uh, in your workout. It's really fun. Um, but for me, after I work out, I'll do a shower and I'll use some CBD uh, pain solve in the areas where my muscle feels a little sore. And by within an hour, my muscles are back to normal, which is great. It helps speed up my recovery time. Um, for anyone that's heavy in the gym, it's a move. And that's my CPR with CBD, create a connection, praise on purpose, and recover to resonate. My favorite products, I'm going to give you all my top three. Y'all know that my favorite CBD company is Open Apothecary. I talk about this woman and her magic almost daily uh, in real life, but online, you guys can see tons of posts where I'm just like, I stand her, I have Instagram TV episodes on all her products. I will link them in the description box. So y'all can check it out and support her. She always has an amazing sale going on. She's all about supporting black and brown bodies and our healing. She will always have my support. Uh, my top three favorites from her, uh, are her, are her joints. She has joints for different types of things. If you want to know more about the different joints, I did mention the self-love one earlier, Check out the um, description box for the episode. I go in more detail about each one and how they affect the body and how I use them. Um, her CBD Pain Solve, which is, again, the solve that I use to rub on my body. And then her CBD oil that I put in everything. I use a CBD oil in my tea. I put it in, like, my food. <laughs> um, I put it on my face. It's really amazing for the skin, too. Um, again, all that's going to be in the description box. So go check that out so you guys can learn more and support her. Let her know that Lotus sent you, um, mainly because it makes her smile. <laughs> but I, I love for my wolves to support each other in any way possible. Uh, and let's get into that matcha mantra for the week. I move in harmony with divine plant 
medicine. Again, I move in harmony with divine plant medicine, medicina, okay? And that's just to remind you that plant medicine is here to work with you, to help you elevate your experience, to allow you to be more expansive, to give back more, to live your life. So, you know, move in harmony with that. Be at peace with that truth. And you're going to have an amazing experience. Let me know how you use cannabis. Let me know how you use CBD. Let me know how you use any form of the plant uh, in the comments below. You guys can, um, you know, tag me on Instagram. I love when you guys tag me. You guys already know. Tag me in your matcha. Tag me in your post. Uh, It brings joy to my face. It makes me feel really good. It lets me know that I'm doing things that resonate and I can give more of that to you and to this community. Um, in real time tonight at 6 p.m., I will be doing a matcha live on YouTube on cannabis and beauty and how I use cannabis in my beauty routine because I, like I said, I stand, I stand this damn plant. So if you're able to tune in, tune in in real time. If not, and this is a late, you're listening to this episode at a different time. Hey, hey. Also, there's replays on YouTube, so make sure you subscribe. The link will be in the description box below so you can catch up on all the juicy things that I talk about when I say beauty magic. I mean beauty with intention and power and the ability to shift your life for the better. I love you so much. Thank you for listening and tuning in. I hope your week is incredible. I hope it's amazing. I hope that the information I gave you will spark some interest and allow you to live a life that's a bit more easeful. And uh, yeah, I'll see y'all next week. Love you to the moon and back, Wolf. Bye.